0: Georgie Farooge is on the line. He's going to give us a couple of best bets with the Greyhounds this afternoon. Hello, Georgie. Uh, g'day, guys. How are you? Well, thanks. You enjoying the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's just a mate of mine and I always used to find a pub to watch it at. We're just in Richmond at the moment. and uh, I didn't see much of Rihanna, but apparently she rocked it out like you guys said. So, yeah, hopefully we can get a winner on the back of it. <laughs> All right, mate, you'll be everyone's best friend there at the pub in Richmond if you can help steer the listeners and your friends into a few winners uh, today. Hey,
1: Georgie, if someone says to you, hey, mate, you're the Amron boy of uh, Greyhound Tips, just, do you find that a compliment or is it a bit of an insult these days? Oh. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd still say it's
0: a compliment because it means
1: I'm running 29.60 on it. I'm talking through my kick again, aren't I? No, no, look I look I understand where you're coming from.
0: Look we, we, we spoke about this yesterday, guys. The difference between his early split, um and his best early split and his worst needs to come down. So he went five twenty three, uh, and he's run as quick as five oh four. So that therein lies the problem. He just he just really looked awkward out of the boxes and his puff is up and gone and as good as Telski ball was, I mean you can't hold out a champion like Wow, well, she's fast. So I, I get what you're saying. One day he's going to get it right and win a really, really big race, and it might be the Australian Cup in two weeks' time. But I, I totally get it. 5.23 needs to be trimmed down, especially when you're running 29.67. I mean, he's such a he's such a fast greyhound. But again, it was almost like a carbon copy of the of the Phoenix. It really was. But uh, yeah, wow, well, she's fast. Just keeps doing wow, well, she's fast things. Hey, George, he's not giving you a hard time, is he? No, no, he was. No, he. He actually, we actually spoke before the race, and he said, "Who you betting?" And I I was honest. I just said, "Look, I I just think Amron Boy would would win the race." And I I tell you what, he he almost got there, but uh, look, we're facing a greyhound who's going to go straight into a hall of fame, and you know. Could win three million dollars. I mean, she's, as we said, she's going to the stand for in NWA in a couple of weeks' time. She might make an Australian Cup final worth three hundred thousand dollars for the winner. So, it, yeah, it, it's hard to beat her, but she's going to get there one day.
1: Hey George, um, we had a chat to Cal Greeno this morning, and he was typical Cal. He was, he was, he was not very committed to what the future held for while well, she's fast. But one of his observations was. Mate, as soon as she comes into season, which she hasn't done yet in her life, which is unusual for a, a bitch of her age, but as soon as she comes into season, it's curtains. And he said it could be next week, it could be next month, it could be in six months' time. I, I didn't realise that, and you might want to explain it, but, that that, um, that phenomenon with a female greyhound, um, is it, I mean, it sounds like it's a career ender as soon as it happens with where she's fast.
0: Well, it, it, it probably is a career ender for her considering she's three years of age. So they they might be looking, you know, to have a tough season. Um, Look, if it happened when she was two, two and a half, they might sort of obviously bring her back. But the age that she's at, um, and she's got nothing else to prove, that they, they might pull the pin there. But, um, look, hopefully that's not the case for Greyhound fans. At least we get to watch her uh, in an Australian Cup if she can make the final and that Sandgroper race because it would be some story if she was racing in a race where she could win $3 million. But, look, I, I know the uh, the breed as well. Um, they're people that love greyhound racing. They love putting pedigrees together where they would just love to have puffs out of her. And, um, you know, I, I don't think there'd be any for sale. But can you imagine what they'd be worth? I mean, it'd be incredible. So it'd be interesting to see what size she, uh, they pick. I'll, I'll try to get in contact with them and work out whether they've... Uh, chosen that side yet. I'm, I'm tipping uh, one would be uh, right in their wheelhouse, so m- we'll see how we go.
1: So what would say she goes to Aston DB or one of those really great size and out of well she's passed, and say she has a litter of five, and they're all the same as each other, what's each pup worth? Oh, look, they're probably
0: worth in excess of $30,000. And,
1: and
0: that's, I mean... That's just the figure I use, only because of the great price money on offer. And I know that they, none would be for sale, I would guess. But I'd say on the open market, from what really good females have, um, sort of their pups have been on offer. Some of them being 20, 25. You'd probably go a little bit higher for a greyhound that's won two million.
1: So as they pop out, it's like everyone's a little gold nugget. Like you'd be going, <laughs> "Is there another one? Are there any more?"
0: But so I know you. I know you, <laughs> if, if you get up to ten guys, uh, Mate, I'd be sitting there with happens.
1: a I'd be sitting there with a catcher's mitt. <laughs> like a, like a <laughs> <table>. <laughs> so what, what? What's the range of litter? Like, can it be anything from one to ten? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The average is sort of close to sevenish, guys. So
0: uh, yeah, she could have a few. She could have plenty. Um, and, and in this day and age, where uh, science plays a really big part in terms of. Um, without getting too far into it with ovulation and, and making making sure they're served at the exact right time, um, you know some females have in excess of ten puffs. so i uh, look they'll do the right thing with her. Uh, she'll be fine. Um, and I uh, look hopefully in twenty, hopefully by the end of the year we'll get to see her having some puffs. that'll be great. but I'd just like to see her race for at least another three or four months it will be fantastic. Georgie, last one before we get your tips today. We might discuss this at length a little bit more tomorrow. Is she the greatest greyhound of all time in Australia? Oh, look, I still have Fernando Bale as the greatest of all time. Um, look, he, he wasn't racing around when the Phoenix and the Million Dollar Chase were going around, but pound for pound, guys, his dominance was, was just unbelievable. Eight group ones, uh, hardly beaten at that level. His early speed was exceptional. I still have him on top. Um, dogs like Brett... Always comes to mind, but look, uh, there'd be fans of her, and we see this over all sports. I mean, the, the use of the word "ghost," you know, it happens all the time. But look, well, she's going to be right up there. But I still say Fernando Bala
1: I think she's the most important. George, she's the one who's sailed through two and might get to three, and lights up imaginations uh, about yeah. what money you can win with the outside of greyhound Circle So I think she's. In a marketing sense, I think she's she's uh, she's the one, isn't she, in that sense, at the very least.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, she's sort of not put Greyhound racing back on the map because it was sort of already surging, but the fact that she's won a back-to-back team, it's almost like you've seen with Red Zell um, uh, in the Everest. It, it's pretty important. Rotto George. The boys there at the Mount View Hotel or the Rising Sun or wherever it is that you are in Richmond, when they tap you on the shoulder today and say, who are we backing, George? Where do we play? Yeah, mate, we're going to start with Warnable race nine, number seven, a greyhound called Anna U. Pest. Probably not a great name, but it's a greyhound that, um, from a similar draw more recently, did very, very well at uh, at Warnable, ran really quick time. Uh, I think she can do it again here. Um, she's got some speed. She comes from a good litter. Uh, I think she'll win race nine, number seven. Quality numbers there, first leg, eight and one, second leg, seven, one, two and five. Third leg, six four one and 8. And then we come home with 1, 3 and 2. and tonight, really good meeting. Race 3, number 7, a greyhound called Breeze Breaker. He's only a young greyhound going places. Last start at Horsham, broke 23 seconds. He's up against a good little field here, but I, I, I think he's going to emerge, this greyhound, as a pretty talented type. Dave Gill's got him, uh, and I think it'll be winning race 3, number 7. Quaddy numbers, first leg, six two seven and 8. Second leg one eight and five, third leg two five and one, and we come home with four and six guys. Outstanding work from you as always, George. We will talk more on off the leash tomorrow on Big V Racing. No worries, thank you, George. job. George joining us there.